Good morning. Um, Theological Thursday has moved to Friday morning this one time. I think this just this one time. Um, David and I both have had a very busy week going on. Y'all hear me stirring my coffee if y'all wonder what that tinking sound is. That's me and the coffee. Um, so today, um, we're going to talk as usual. A lot has gone on this week. A lot of current events have um, happened this week. And, you know, it's been very interesting to things theologically. Um, that's what we do. We talk about um, a lot of the things that are going on. Good morning, Elder Hall. Good morning. I'm here. It looks like he's still kind of moving around a little bit. Um, There's a time. I need something to drink. I'm thirsty. Yeah, I made me some coffee, so I'm stirring my coffee. So um, I'll be sipping on coffee as we go. Um, So one of the very interesting things that um, did you all get that presidential alert? That I I've got I've got some mixed feelings about the um the presidential alert alert alert. I'm trying to learn how not to sound like I sound, but I guess that's just how I sound. Alert. Presidential alert. Is that how you say it? Okay. So anyway, um I see a lot of um, significance to that that really has nothing to do with this presidency. It actually has a lot to do with prophecy. Um, It's amazing to see time catching up with prophecy. Prophecy is, um, is, you know, uh, so much of the Bible is filled with prophecy. We are next. Huh? A little bit of it. A little bit? <laughs> Just a pinch. There's a pinch of pinch of prophecy in there. Um, so I I think this presidential alert, I, I've been watching um a lot of things that are that are just in the technology that we have now that mm. really amazes me. Mm. Um, but to see that as how we're working towards prophecy being fulfilled. So let me explain what I mean by that. What are you drinking? It's Powerade. I'm, I'm, um, I, I salt do, water. It's well, salt water. Yeah, I gotta do, I gotta do something to, to um, I don't know if that's you that froze up or. The, the, Are you the there? Froze up without you. I think that yeah, was me. They, yeah, they're still having some issues on this end as they're trying to get everything situated back for people that were affected by the hurricane. So that's right. Um, that's right. The internet's you been are, going in and out. So you are there in North Carolina. You're not by the coast, but you are there. Yeah, I'm. I'm close enough that we're getting um, the residuals, like the spiders and the mosquitoes. So. Mm. Um, apparently you, all of the flooding has caused a massive mosquito breed and I don't know what's causing the spiders. It's that time of year, but these spy I mean, like one spider that I saw was like huge, like it was huge. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, right, let's do it, let's do it. um, the, well, I want to talk about this thing with prophecy, and you Go can ahead. help me because I, I know you know where a scripture is in the Bible, right? You can find one. Sometimes I do. Sometimes. Sometimes. Every now and again. Mm-hmm. Um, the the scripture, um, it's in Revelations about um, the bruised the bruised head. Mm-hmm. The whole world would see his the heel, mm-hmm. the wound heal from mm-hmm. the bruised head. Mm-hmm. You know where that is off the top of your head? I know it's in Revelations. <laughs> I know I'm helpful, right? Yeah, you're helpful. I'll find it. Go ahead, do your thing. Okay. So here's the thing that that um this this presidential alert thing, it went out to everybody, every cell phone, every carrier. Um and I don't know what we need an alert from the president for, but apparently 
they want to make sure that that system is in place. Um, so anyway, the, 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 what I was saying is that time has to catch up with prophecy. And what I mean by that is the scripture when David finds that he's going to share it with us, um, is that the fact of the scripture refers to the whole world watching this heal, this wound, this mortal should be deadly wound heal. And the whole world was amazed. And it refers to followers. And that was a concept when I was a little girl, it sounded very much like I thought like Harry Krishna or Jim Jones, you know, followers were like people that got caught up and went off somewhere with a group. But now what we define as followers means simply that on a social media platform, you actually watch what this person is doing and check in on what they're doing on social media. So the concept of a follower Mm -hmm. has even shifted to one that didn't make sense to my grandmother's generation or generations before because they didn't have this technology. Mm-hmm. So now what we're seeing, because as a little girl, I couldn't imagine, like, how does the whole world see any event at one time? How is that possible awesome. that no matter where you are, it is possible now because the technology is shifting. We have these devices everywhere. So I'm sure if you were somewhere around other people at 218, when this presidential alert, everybody's phone started making noise. So that lets you know that if there is something that, that everyone is to watch, it will all be right there at the palm of your hands. We'll all be able to, that to me is amazing because that's something that's written in the text. We've been reading it forever, but we now see the possibility of it. Um, Elder Scott said 13. I gave him a thumbs up already. I, mean, I, I got it. Oh, okay. Reverend Scott, he, he's, he's from your neck of the woods. Where is he? Uh, Where he, are you, he, Elder Scott? He's, he's, in, he's in East Tennessee, right around Knoxville area. Wait. I believe, I believe, I believe, that's, uh, I believe that's the same Elder Scott. Elder yeah. Scott. Good man um, out there. Okay, you need to tell me who you are because then I know you know who I am. Because everybody is, if you're Kojic in East Tennessee, you know who I am. No, nobody knows who you You are. probably don't know my real, they don't know my real name. <laughs> That's the thing. That's the real thing. They don't know my real name. No, seriously, because like when I first moved to Atlanta uh-huh. and I went to something at, um, uh, what's the church in Marietta? Um, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that one. Two I bishops, went to that one. Two bishops, two general board members passed that church. What's the church in Marietta? Um, Bishop Husband and the, Bishop Owen. Oh, which is Bishop Owen's church? Greater Community. What's the name? No, what's the other one? That's the one in Marietta. We talking about. We talking about. Marietta. Okay. Anyway, I don't want to get stuck on that. Okay. So anyway, when I first went there, you messing up my story. I'm when sorry. I first went there um for seminary and they were having it was in you know this time of year it was in the fall and they were having their women's convention so I went and you know posted up in the balcony really quiet just to kind of be there and see what was going on and there was a man walking around taking pictures and so I don't like taking pictures in case you don't know that and so I was like oh, I don't want to be a picture and I was that was just my thought process and he puts the camera down And he looks at me and he calls me something that only certain people know to call me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so when he said that, I said, okay, you know who I am. Mm -hmm. Who are you? Mm -hmm. And I've known this man since like I was a little bitty kid, which is how he knew to call me that. Mm -hmm. He he probably, Facebook is probably the only reason he knows my real name. Um, But when he called me that and then he told me who he was, I was like, Oh yeah. Like he's known my whole family forever, ever. Mm. I just hadn't seen him as an adult, but I knew when he called me that like, okay, I know you know me from church or from the neighborhood that I grew up in. Cause mm. those are the only people that call me by that name. You, you um, coach, you coach celebrities, boy. I mean, you guys are coach. Celebrities. I'm not a coach celebrity. Excuse me. Oh, no, okay. My bad. You just, how you, do you become a Kojic celebrity? I, I think no you. How do you, I think you have to. Um, 
What do you have to do to be a Kojic celebrity? I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm always in the back frying chicken, so I don't ever know what the Kojic celebrities are doing. It's out of Indiana. This is not the one in East Tennessee. My bad, brother. My bad. I apologize. Oh, okay. I apologize. Yeah, my bad. I apologize. Yes, sir. You were thinking of Bishop Scott's people in Tennessee, is who you were thinking about. I, I mean, I guess, I, you know, I guess so. I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about that. Um, okay, let, so let, can let, we let, get to let, our let, topic? Let me read. Let me read the scripture. Get back okay. on the topic, and then let's, let's, let's go forth into the issue for the day. Uh, okay. It's Friday. We're gonna have a good time, right? So here's the scripture. Uh, I want to give a big shout out though. He, he mentioned my grandfather, and my father. Uh, uh, Nobody knows me, but they do know Elder Cleopas Hall, and they they do know uh, Dr. Hall. So thank God for them on today. All right. Let's push it. All right. 13-3. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. Now, this has been interpreted in a number of ways. Heard some, someone said that the, the Catholic Pope was going to get shot in the head. The world was going to see it, and he wasn't going to die. I heard them say that uh, a great world power was going to uh, be running things, and then he was going. they were going to lose a head of state, and the world power was not going to uh, die, but it was going to actually become uh, more fierce and, 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 and stronger. And uh, you, you can apply this prophecy in a number of different ways uh, to things that have happened Already, uh, you know what I mean. Well, prophecy is cyclical. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it is. It's relevant both then and now. Um, and so, I guess my thing is, you know, I don't really get involved in a lot of. Um, I don't get involved in a lot of kind of revelation. What I call redo. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even want to know what that means. It know, sounds horrible before uh, you even you know, start. Just, I mean. I just, I, I, I let Revelation stand on its own because people will use it. Uh, I love as, Revelations. As, like as relevant to them. Uh, I, they, it has been very misused. I will say that. It has been very misused. And, and if you, I, one of the things that, that amazes me about Revelations is I think a lot of people don't realize that it's happening in time and eternity. So, part of what you're reading is in an eternal flow and part of it is in the restrictions of time. And I think that makes it hard for a lot of people to read it. Um, And then a lot of people take it as though it's scary. And I always say, if it's scary, you're on the wrong side of the story, but that's Mm -hmm. another story. That's another story. Um, Let's let's, let's go forward into, uh, and we need to come back to that. But let's, let's let's go forward in, in today's. We uh, need to, or we don't need to. We need to. Yeah, we need to. We need to. We need to. We need to. Because that's it's, like a whole other thing, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a whole. Other, I mean, it's relevant. You know, I'm I'm not conspiratorial when it comes to certain things. Like I don't I'm, I don't sit around and and um, look at everything that happens as a you know potential fulfillment of revelations. But um. No, I don't think everything is. But no, I, no, I, I, this, I'm, I'm not accusing you of doing that either. I'm not saying what we're seeing now, I think, is very much so um, taking us into prophetic fulfillment. And I I have no problem with that whatsoever. I I think that 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 it is happening. It's going to happen. Um, I just uh, I don't subscribe to the biblical newspaper theory, which is oh I don't yeah yeah. If you want to know what's going on, don't worry about reading newspaper. Open your Bible, which is no no no, it's not dumb. That's not dumb. But, but, but it's, it's not dumb, but it's it, 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 I mean, it's it's paralyzing. Right. It's a, it's, a, it's a matter of faith, you know. I mean, and some people and some people can, some people can live like that and it'd be no problem, and and that's okay. Um, I don't. Think I that, think it's easier to live like that as you get older. Uh, that might be the case, but let's talk about today's stuff after we discuss. Mm. Okay, so what are we? We're going to today's stuff, but you know what? I have to give you my commercial break. Go for it. Yes, we need to bring. Yeah. We need again. to bring. We need to bring hymns back to our church. Well, I want to. I, I. We need to revive hymnals, and many people don't know that we have our own hymnal. You know, my dad gave me this year one year for Christmas, and he put my name on it so nobody could steal it. Really? You know, that's that that speaks a lot, doesn't it? What? But this, my daddy gave me this hymnal. 
So, and he, it was like one year for Christmas and it was, I wanted a blue one, but he gave me a red one cause he was being funny, but that's another story. Um, but you know, there was a time when they weren't really, they were hard to get. Um, they were out of print, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> and so I, I have one. So bring hymns back. We need to learn like all the verses, like hymns are important. The stories behind the hymns. Okay, that's my commercial break. I, I'm all about the foundation of what we believe. But that C.P. Jones, you, okay. I'm sorry. That's enough. We'll talk about that another day. Okay, so let's get to today's topic. I just gave the plug to, y'all need to sell some hymnals now. Well, they are, uh, they, they are reselling the hymnals now. The hymnals have just gone back on sale in time for the convocation. They're $17. All right. They're $17 a piece. Um, and uh, many churches are putting in orders for uh, the hymnals. They're very nice. The new ones are very nice. They look like they're a little slimmed down. They're not as big and bulky in terms of the covering. They're slimmed down. They're very, very nice. And But do uh, they have the same songs? Or oh, they yeah. Re, no, 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 they re... Yeah, they, they didn't edit anything out. They're just the, 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 the cover of the book okay. has been uh, slimmed down a little bit. Because our hymnal is very unique because it has the songs we sing. In the, very, yeah, in the back it does. Um, you said in the back. You know what? No, that don't do our that. Songs are, our songs are rather simple now. You know, we 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 have. You know, well, now the hymns are different from call and response songs. Well, I I think we need to sing some more of the call and response songs. But I'm going to mention that when we talk about empowerment. So let's get on our topic. All right. So today we're talking about empowerment versus liberation, and not necessarily versus liberation in my in my case. But uh, we are putting the two topics up uh, for discussion with each other. And we probably should have narrowed today's focus to kind of just a biblical background or a, um, or a, um, or just a philosophical background uh, that would no, not limit what we're doing. But if you're up to it, we could just, just for today, we can limit it today, put the scope on just the biblical background for the uh, the things we're talking about, you know, kind of keep it locked in the scriptures. Or what do you want to do? Um, let's just see how it goes. But it sounds like you're going to make me go get a Bible. Okay, no, I won't, I won't do that. I mean, God knows the worst thing I would. Do oh, but would you know what? Amazingly, I have, I have, I have a Bible. Okay, well, good. You know, some of your people don't like the Bible with no pages, but I can find you a scripture. It, it, it it's doable. All right, so. Tell Lord, thank you. Thank you. And everything gives thanks. All right, this Marvin. is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. I've been bragging on you lately. I need you to. Uh, I need you to okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to be to the hype today. So, <laughs> so, so I do need my Bible. Okay, go ahead. So, you uh, are a liberation theologian from the standpoint of, and it, it, it's your emphasis in your ministry. What you do and how you do it, right? I'm assuming, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, 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 I like to call myself a second, a second phase, um, a second phase empowerment theologian. Uh, that is, uh, I take away the uh, the base elements of what we call prosperity gospel, and I launch from a lap, from a platform of liberation to uh, a platform of, of, of empowerment and self-determination. Uh, um, well, yeah, I think those two go hand in hand. Well, see, I, I, I don't think so. Okay. I'll tell you why. Uh, it seems to me that liberation is a goal without an end. Uh, and, and, and liberation theology kind of plays it like that. It's a goal without an end. That is, at no point in time when liberation are you ever truly liberated? There's always another thing that needs or has a call on it for liberation. And I think that at some point in time, there is an end to it, and then there is a beginning of a new thing. All right? So, for example, we'll just kind of use, we'll, we'll use a story that we, that we both can use for this, which is the story of Exodus, right? Where the, the liberation theologian would say, God brings them out of Egypt, liberates them, from slavery. Well, the problem with that is that is not even 
a quarter of the story. It's not a quarter of the story, and I think right. too many people get stuck wondering in in the wilderness. They well, get... now but see that now there it is, and this and that and, and that's that see that's why I think it ha it does have an end. Well, well, hold on. Because if you get past being stuck in the wilderness, uh -huh. if you believe that regardless of the giants, uh -huh. if you believe that there are humongous. You, what is the point of a land of milk and honey if you're thirsty and starving? You have to receive it. Well, here's the, pro the problem with that is you can't turn a bunch of runaway slaves into conquerors overnight. Say it isn't so. You know, it's the truth. I mean, uh, uh, you know, that, that, that can't be said any more plain than that. You cannot turn a bunch of runaway slaves because the, the, this, the, the thing about, for example, Moses. At no point in time, when you guys read this, you'll take this out. At no point in time does God ever tell Moses, you know, you're going to the promised land. We make it seem like somehow or another the eternal God changes his mind when Moses hits the rock. And when Moses hits the rock, God says, you don't get to go in. It was never, it was never Moses' assignment to take them from liberation to conquer. Because that's not in, that, that was never in Moses' Modus operandi. Moses has been running away. Little big words. Is that like two big words? Oh, God. That was never in Moses' purview. That, that, that's not what he does. Moses. Purview. You went from modus operandi. No, oh, my okay. God. That Moses has been running since day one. He started off running. He started off escaping things. And when you learn to escape and hide and blend in, you never really learn to turn that into something as frontal and offensive as conquering. You can't conquer being subversive. So do you think that was, that was the point in, in, um, in why it has to transition? That, is that why we have, is that why we have Joshua? Transition is, the, transition is the most critical thing when moving from liberation to empowerment, transition. And that's where I think liberation gets stuck. It never transitions. I'll agree with that. I, I'll agree because I think, um, for example, if I may use the Pentecostal church as an example. All right, go ahead. Um, you know, my whole life we've been singing power, power, Lord, power. Okay, what do we do with that power? What power are we asking for? What power... Yes, we're asking for the pneuma, the spirit of God. We're asking for the spirit of God to be interactive in our life. Mm -hmm. But what does that really look like? And I think when we get to that point, that's when we begin to understand being empowered. Right. Because, because the, um, the devil's ransom has been paid. Right. The, the liberation has happened. You have been freed. Your soul is freed. Right. If you take the Romans road, you believe it. Mm -hmm. You begin to live it. Mm -hmm. You will become empowered. Because if you notice, this is why I think we need to bring back, this is my point. This is why we need to bring back some of those old songs. Mm -hmm. Because if you listen to some of those old songs, you can't really sing those songs and be sad and down. You really, I mean, how do you sing something at the fastest meter possible talking about how great God is and stay in, uh, you know, walking around like Eeyore, you know? So, so, so me and the devil had a tussle on one. That's a Baptist song. That, that, that's not a song. <laughs> First of all, if it was when they, if, if we need to bring the tambourines back, the, I want the washboard. The triangle, the cowbell. I want all of that. That's the country girl. I want that's all the, of that. That's the East Tennessee I want us girl. to be, huh? That's the East Tennessee country girl yelling out of you right there. You know what? Yeah. So? Yeah, I know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go talk about it. Talk about it. Because here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. This is the other. If you, if you want to talk about the Tennessee in there, mm -hmm. the other argument that I have, and I know a lot of people are not going to like it, but oh, I don't care. Um, the further you get away from the core of the church, the further you get away from the, the Memphis, Mississippi core of the church, 
you start seeing the identity of even our worship services becoming a little bit different. They're not, you know, when I was a little girl, there was a lot more consistency in the churches. But now as you get further and further away from that, that Delta core, if you will, that Mississippi, Memphis area, you'll see the church taking on some different characteristics and the services are not always that same. And then we, we've all attempted you, to, to modernize. We've all you, attempted to modernize. I mean, so, so, so you're not saying that's a weakness. You're not saying it's a weakness. You're just saying that just, that's something that just happened. It's something that just happened. I mean, think about the think about what you see in Tennessee versus what you see in the churches in Georgia. And now I'm here in North Carolina. Think about the identity of the churches on the West Coast. You know, you'll see you'll see um, some distinctions that are still very much um, our identity. But there are a lot of things that, you know, are part of the, the culture of that geographic area too. So it's very, very different. Um, and that's why I think that, you know, maintaining some of our core is really important because that's part of our identity. Well, let, let me say this as one who has, you know, traveled across the country a lot and seen a lot of churches. I will say that for whatever differences that are there, there are still a, a lot of consistencies and similarities. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. A cozy church is a cozy church, in general, no matter where it is. Uh, they seem they they hold it together pretty, pretty similarly. I I I think I think you know those types of things. You know, and and that's another part I I had with liberation, just this concept of um, you know dealing with the past. From the standpoint of either a place of revival or a place of disdain, like you know, when some people talk about go back. That's my point, you know, right? That's you know, my when point. When folks talk about go 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 back to the back in the day, half the congregation is like yeah, and half the congregation is like, oh. you know, so th th there's no sense of foundational principles. And um, there's no sense of um, of the need or the, necess the necessity of continuity. And, and, and I think that I think and I, and this, this, this is not a, this is not a, this is not a black thing or a white thing. But I think that this court, co current generation, the last couple of generations, really have a problem with institutions. They really don't value institutions. They really are not. I'll, yeah, I agree. You know, I, it, it is very much cultural. And, and I also think it has to do a lot with, I don't think it has to do with, with race or ethnicity, but I think it does have to do with assimilation. Mm. I think, you know, and that's why I'm, that's why I'm pushing that we not be um, hesitant to maintain our identity as a Pentecostal holiness church. Because I think that frame, as I said, the songs are jubilant. The songs are empowering, but we can't look at living an empowered life and getting to, you know, certain places economically and other things without maintaining that foundation. You can build a house on sand, you know, but you got to stay on the rock. But, but, <laughs> but, okay. And this is gonna get us off the fall field, so we have to bring it back to this one. And 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 that question is this, and we need to put this probably for next week. You know, uh, how how have we done with holding on to our our foundations? And I think that's the question. I don't I don't want to get because we get our answer on that, but we'll never get back to what we were talking about today. We won't because my yeah, frame will yeah. will come from the music department because you know I came up forced to be in the music department before I wanted to be because you know that's how we you know I'm a cradle roll baby you know that so I was truly born in and born in um, so from that standpoint yeah I think it is a lot to to maintain um, some of those things and right. I'm, I'm 
go ahead. All right, so let's, let's, I'm keeping you back on task. Back on I know, right? All right? See, this is what happens in the morning when I have coffee. Well, I need you. I need you to hang in here with me. We got. To, I'm hanging. I'm with you. I'm we there. Got, we got about 15 more minutes, and some of us have to go to work in the morning. Some <clears> of <throat> us got to go to work in a couple of hours. Well, All in right. about an hour. All right. But anyway, go ahead. All right. So now we're we're still in the mar- in the Exodus scenario, right? That's where I'm okay. at. Okay. Are we still talking empowerment, liberation? I'm, 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 I'm transitioning. I'm trying to show you what my transition okay. is. Okay. Right. So now, they get to the point of uh, the challenge, which is to conquer, right? Like you said, what's the point of land of milk and honey if you're hungry? I, which I get that, but, but, more, but more to the point on my side, I would say, what is, the po- what is the point of a land of milk and honey if you don't have the strength to take it? And um and 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 they get there. <laughs> my best, he's retired. I know, right? <laughs> Rub it in, right? I know, hey, you're right. Uh, uh, you know, they get to the place where they're supposed to be, or the beginning place. This is, in fact, where they where, where they're looking is not even the whole of the land. They're looking at just a portion of it, and the portion that they're looking at is too intimidating for them. So they're not intimidate. Intimid- Wait a minute. Let's stop. Right- put a pen right there. You know, I'm gonna need you to preach that. No, I, 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 I do. And God's promise is intimidating. Mm. That'll yeah. preach. That'll <laughs> preach. <laughs> you, you, you know, you start there and teach a little bit, and eyes have not seen, and oh, you could take that to the. You could take that up. I could, okay, I, sorry. I, I could, maybe if I, maybe if I get a good C sharp tune in there, I can hold, I can hold it for about five minutes doing that. We'll see. You know what? Okay. Anyway, back to your point. I'm sorry. So I distracted so, you. So they get scared. They get scared of it, right? They they intimidated by it. But then they're still dealing with two facts. Two facts that are terrible. First of all, the cloud has not moved from its present place. The cloud and fire. Mm. As long as the cloud of fire ain't moving, they ain't moving. The cloud of fire is God. Is that obedience or is that fear? No, no, hang in here with me. No, God's not scared. But God is. No, I mean the people. Well, 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 definitely, it's it's definitely fear. Because God is not telling them that just because you're scared to go and take this this promise doesn't mean you get to run away again. You're going to stay right here until we figure it out. Well, and remember all the dialogue that they had going, you know, there were plenty of times they were like, you got us out here and, you know, <laughs> we want to go but, back. But, but, now remember, he has them out there, but they're all following the cloud. They're all following the fire, right? They're all following the cloud. They're all following the fire. So God is leading them while they're wandering, right? And when they get to the place, the cloud doesn't go anywhere. It stays right there. Stays there so long that God jumps over at the beginning of Deuteronomy and says, hey, you've been in this mountain long enough now. Hey, what did you say that book was? Deuteronomy. Uh, one to six, I think it's one to six. Say it again? Deuteronomy one to six. You know that's not how you say it, right? Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> it's Ron. Ronomy. Ron- not Romany. Ronomy. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. I'm Thank sorry. You. I distracted you. I'm still, you make fun I'm, of the way I talk, so I, I, I touche. I do. I do. I do. I, I make fun of the way you talk all the time. That's what I... But I, I <laughs> so, so I guess it turns out a fair play. All right. So anyway, if the cloud's not moving, if the fire's not moving, you ain't moving. So now they, they spend the next however many years on the edge of their destiny on the edge of destiny and not going in. Remember Receive now, your breakthrough. God has to God God is going to kill a generation off. Forty years they wander in the wilderness. The picture we have is them all walking around for forty years. They didn't walk around for forty years. By wandering, it, it, it basically means that, you know, they are not where they belong. But they're very much stationary for a long time. And they're not moving. And, and, and this is the problem. This is the problem with people who have been liberated. 
but has not yet been empowered. And so what God does, he says, I cannot deal with your mentality. I will kill your mentality off. Joshua, Caleb, y'all get to hang around because you got the right mentality. But the rest of these slaves, I got to kill these slaves off. And then I got to raise up another generation that's ready to fight. Okay, 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 okay. Now, right here is going to be my point on how you transition from liberation to being empowered. That new generation had not, you're going to love this. That new generation had not fully embraced everything of their culture because of the process of being in the wilderness. So what did they have to go back and do? They had to go back circumcise and circumcise. My goodness gracious. Wait, 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 wait. They, you got to cut oh, some stuff out of your mentality. Out of Wait, wait, so you, you, get, you get ready to get really deep right quick, but, but, but I got to tell you this joke first. I'll tell you this joke first. Okay? Ah! So when I first read that, right, when I first read that, Joshua, <laughs> I first read that, <laughs> I didn't have a full understanding of what's going on. I didn't really didn't. And I first read it. I had a little bit of knowledge, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have it all. So the Bible says, and God told Joshua to circumcise them again, right? And the first thing I thought was, again? <laughs> say, say, but wait, already. So you, oh, you, you had, you had think, other visions. Joshua going into, going into some man's tent saying, hey, doc, we got we to do this thing again. <laughs> oh, no, man. Oh, no. We ain't, again? We ain't doing this twice. <laughs> Right, but but this is a whole new generation. Right, right, right. No, no, and no, so, I, 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 no I'm just talking about. Can you imagine? I was just saying I, I first read. I didn't know. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. But can you imagine their mindset? Because this is exactly what we see with our children now. That's You're talking true. about our children not really understanding part of our process. Right. Can you imagine when they came back and said, "Okay, this is what we got to do." You you getting ready to what? Right. What we got to do that for? Exactly. It's not. I'm good. I'm good. We we, did, we we did it already. Why we gotta do it now? Yeah, I mean, who signs? Who jumps in the first the line for that? Yeah. So that same process that had to happen. That's how you make the transition, and that's where we, I think, stop. And as you say, get stuck on this concept. Liberation becomes this great concept, well, it, it, but it's it, not it becomes, fully it becomes walked end. out. It, it, it right. becomes the end. And, it and becomes the end. There's the no end. means. Right, just right. the end. It's like, and, and, and it's not the end. I, I, I remember I was talking to a, a brother at, at the church, and this, this offended him. And I told him, I said, brother, you know, the goal of your life is not to be saved. It's not to, you know it's not to get saved. That's the goal of your life. That is a first step in your life. Step to one. In your life. That is step one. If you make salvation the goal of your life, you will miss the mission or the reason God saves you for. Because then, yet, what do you do for the rest of the time? Oh yeah, you, you might just make it to wait heaven. for the rapture. Exactly, you 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 might make it to heaven, you know, but you will miss the fact that you've got a calling on you that is more important. And people don't like this. That's more important than just you going to heaven, because you have the responsibility to win other souls to Christ. Bring other people in. 1615. Right, right. There it is. 1615. So, Wait, I, I, mission, I think, the missions challenge. You, you all check us out. 1615 on GoFundMe. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got, we got, we got, did you put, you, you shared that on my, on my page. We haven't talked about that. I did. I and, did. We got to talk about that because that, yeah. that's, you know, that's, for me, that's the bridge is right. that you get from, from being liberated to being empowered when you see yourself as being part of sharing that gospel and sharing the love of Jesus Christ with others, that to me, that, that to me is huge, whether right. that, that, that be that in your local community or around the world. Right. Right. And that's the goal of it all. And, 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 and that's why we cannot get stuck at, I'm going to start looking at these, I'm getting these, I'm getting some great comments here. We're going to start responding to some of these comments here. I mean, yeah. Elder Scott, he keep, he, keep, he keep throwing good stuff out there. I, I want to jump out there and, and, and start answering. I'm just scared if I start answering, we ain't gonna get we ain't gonna get finished, and we got ten minutes. 
<laughs> but uh, I like this one right here. But you know what? Maybe that's what we need to do. Is maybe we need to have a question and answer day. Or, or, or just, a, or just a, what you call it, a, a interaction day. Like this one right here. Look at this. Is a, because of how they saw themselves, as opposed to going in and taking the land, like Caleb and Joshua, right? So again, he does. We does what, what, what we should do. He separates the people out with the right mentality, like God does, and says. And you see that a lot in the text, in the biblical text. You see yeah, a lot yeah, of. Yeah. Exactly. Separate. Yeah. These are the leaders of the future. The leaders of the future are not detached from the past. They're very much involved with it, but they see the error of the past. You know what I'm saying? Wait, wait, hold on, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> they see the error of the past. You know, you know what I'm saying? So they're attached to it. Joshua came out of Egypt, right? So he's attached. He's attached to that generation, but his mindset was different than all the rest of them. And and, and and that's, you know, it's hard, it's hard for us to have a mindset different than our fathers in the gospel because we respect them and revere them so much that sometimes we place them on the pedestal that um, they may be worthy of, but we limit ourselves to their pedestal. When in reality... We limit ourselves to their pedestal. Right, Unpack I'm, that. I'm, I'm getting ready to. We set okay. them up. We set them up here, and where we set them becomes like our glass ceiling. Where in reality is reality, you know, their ceiling or their stage or their platform is should be a stepping stone for you, and the highest they get should become your platform. You know, you're saying. Your your former pastor may have been away up here, but you should start where he stopped, way up here. But we we we're so busy just trying to get to that place, right? Oh yeah, we are, and we don't see, um, we don't see the progression. And I think that has that's part of what, like you say, it's hard to go from a slave mentality to an empowered mentality because some people are just stuck. At okay, we just we're not slaves anymore. That's right. Okay, we we free. But what do you do with that freedom? What do you do with that? And that's why I say we have to go back and look at like some of the songs that we used to sing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the church. They were very much about something that impacted not only that space of being saved, but took you further into what it really looked like. I want to live so God, so God can, can use me, me anywhere, anywhere at any time. Amen. You know what I mean? So th- those songs kind of put you in a frame of mind mm-hmm. to think of the bigger picture, not just sitting up in the corner with your Bible. Yes, you need to read your Bible. Yes, you need to pray. Mm-hmm. Yes, you need to be in the fellowship of the saints. But what is our mission? What is our great commission? Mm-hmm. And so when you get to that great commission part, then you start realizing wherever you are, whatever your career or your path in life is, it is an opportunity for you to, as you say, go to that next level, not just stop mm-hmm. where your leaders and mentors stop, but where's the next level? Right, exactly. Where is the next level? Because if you have power, if you have if you have power, what do you do with power? Right. What does power look like? What does it look right. like to be powerful? Right, right. And what 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 is the necessity of power? If all it's going to make you do is it's uh, fried chicken or jump and shout, which I don't have any problem. Well, let me say this right here: I have no problem with dancing, jumping, and shouting. I love it. I'm all about it. I, I think that's out. part of our empowerment. I, mean, I think the experience not. with the Holy Spirit is is your empowerment. Well, yeah, I, but I, I, but I, what I, do you, how you to, use that? I don't. That's that's, that's not the end result. Right. I, the, 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 I think I think you know celebration is, is is necessary for a lot a lot of different reasons. I, I don't I just don't think that we should put ourselves in a situation to where um, celebration takes the place right. of. Right, the real call or the real conviction right. that we should. It, have. it 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 is what empowers you 
to go out and actually fulfill the Great Commission. Right, right. That, it that's is actually, and, and let me say this, that now, now, in Seek fulfilling the... Seek ye first, is right. Right. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all of these things will fall in your lap. Exactly. But but that concept has made too many people sit stagnant. And part of empowerment has to do with preparation. Yes, sir. Now, part of empowerment... Huh? You can talk about that one. Yeah, because here's, here's the thing. To be empowered means that you have, you're aware of the gifts and talents and opportunities that, you have. That, God, that God has put in front of you. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes. So you can't just sit and say, okay, well, um, God's going to just let this fall from the sky. Okay, but if he's given you the opportunity, the power, the ability to be in the right place, if you stay prayerful mm -hmm. and stay in tune with the spirit, the same spirit of God mm -hmm. that gives you the jubilance in service mm -hmm. can also lead you and guide you to make the right connections in life, to be in the right place at the right time, yeah. to say the right thing, to give your resume to the right person. Mm -hmm. it, empowerment can look like a lot of things other than just dancing and shouting. That's, that's step one, to be in the spirit of God. But when you go out, that spirit is also still interacting. And we, we talk about it. We mm -hmm. believe it. We say it. I'm mm -hmm. blessed and highly favored. What does being blessed and highly favored look like? What is a blessed and highly mm -hmm. favored? Because you can't judge that by the type of car you drive. It's and that's true. where the problem of the, the, the prosperity gospel comes in mm -hmm. is we judge salvation based on material gain. Right. And, and that, that's, that's the, not a judge of salvation. That, that, that is or a, God's blessing. And that is that is that is the vanity of that particular theology or that, that yeah. Now which is why I make it a point when addressing empowerment theology to say that prosperity theology starts off on the right track and then it gets really skewed because it runs off the tracks. It runs right, 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 right. I mean, you, you need a level, you need a level of ability to do big things on behalf of Christ, right? You need a level of ability. And in our society, ability comes from finance and 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 if you so if you don't have finance, then you cannot necessarily fulfill all the things God has for you to do. With that in mind, you still cannot be limited in what God is saying to you just because you don't have access to finance. You have to be empowered you know to, to to move to move without the permission of your bank account. You know what I. I again am am you know from a little little area in Tennessee, and so that's my frame of reference. The country. Um, so I will say this: there was a lady that that lived behind us, um, and she kept a pot of food on her stove. I don't care what day, what time of day you went God, to her yes. house. There was food on her stove. And I asked her one day and I said to her, we called her granny because she was, um, um, a matter of fact, she had her grandson is very prominent up in the Virginia area. Mm. Um, but uh, he's in ministry in Virginia. Okay. But um, I said to her, we all called her granny, and I said, Granny, why do you always have food, all this food on your stove, and it's just you here? And she, she you know, I'm from where I'm from. She said, well, first of all, the youngins come through the house all the time, and so I know that there's always food there. She said, but it's not for any particular one. It's for anybody who comes in who wants to eat. Mm. And 
that has just really framed a lot for me mm-hmm. because she was she was just a regular older lady she you know um she worked for some of the time and then she was retired mm-hmm. but when she even when she retired she kept something on her stove you were not going to granny's house and leave there hungry i need to go see her right now well she's gone on to be with the Man. lord now but my goodness, um, I'm just all the good cooking. Wait a minute, I can cook now. Watch I ain't, your mouth. Going, I ain't going to North Carolina. Well, well, that, I'm, I'm well stay place. in Memphis and and eat eat fast food. <laughs> so I can cook now. I'm a country girl. I I can kill it, clean it, and cook it. <laughs> yeah, that's but that's another story. Let's yeah. stay on task here. All right, stay on task. So we got three but, minutes. We got three minutes, Barbara. These are like Kojic minutes, right? So, but the, um, but for, but what I learned from Granny was you don't have to have all of this spectacular. I saw that with my dad. We used to do, my dad used to do YPWW and Bible study and all of that. We used to do plays. YPWW? I mean, what's that? I know, right? Exactly. So, for those of y'all who are not Kojic, young people willing workers. Thank you. Um, but, you know, we used to do plays and they everybody participated. We didn't go buy, you know, beautiful sets. We went and got refrigerator boxes and some of the kids painted to like make the rooms and the sink. Oh yeah, we used to hook up some stuff. Oh, we wow. would have... We would take refrigerate, like we'd go down to Lowe's or somewhere and ask them for the old boxes for the displays, mm-hmm. paint those, put sceneries, cut windows out of them, take aluminum and cut stars. Like one year we did the Christmas pray and it was a flashlight and they put the aluminum over there with the star cut out. So like the star was moving and then the they was following the star. Yeah, we used to do all kinds of in. stuff. Huh? Y'all country folk got it in, didn't you? We did, but we had fun because you know why? If you if you were afraid to talk, if you were afraid to be out front, there was still something you could do. Exactly. And that's my whole point is that part of empowerment is not about everybody doing the exact same thing. Amen. There are so many things that you can be doing that help to spread and share the gospel the microphone is is the least of what least you of your can concern. do. Amen. There's just there's too many other things that can happen. Right. And and trust me, I love the preached word. I I, I <clears throat> you give me a text now and I'll go. But the the thing is, there's so many other things that we can do. Right that are part of that empowerment. And that's why I say liberation, because that's how you get liberated is you become an active participant in helping others in that process. And that's where you become empowered. I agree. I I, I think that that's the type of mentality though, that can take you from liberation to the next level. You got to change. You you, you got to change your mentality, man. When, when you're getting free of something like drugs or something, like that, it's going on today, and the world is trying to call me. Anyway, when you get free of something from, from like drugs, alcohol, things of that nature, they had a true hold on you, and you start trying to live in that new a, a, a new life. It, it, it's it's a hard thing when you aren't prepared. You know, it's a hard thing when you aren't prepared to kind of flip that script now and go from being a victim of the circumstances of your life to now being the one who is in charge and has dominion in your life. I mean, God called us to have dominion, but we sit around acting like somehow or another, we don't deserve it. And you know what my grandmother used to say? An idle mind is the devil's workshop. Uh, So if we... Where'd she get that one from? Never heard that one. I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> Go ahead. Is that a coffee can or something? I don't know. But <laughs> um but the that that's whole so true. Because if you're stagnant for too long, if you're yeah. still for too long, yeah. then too many other things will become enticing to you. Mm. 
Mm. So really to move to make progress, you know, an object in motion stays in motion. Stay in so motion. once the so once that motion starts, yeah. you really have to keep it going. Yeah. It has to be this forward progression. Yes. What what the preachers say back is not an option. Right. All right. Well, Marvin, we've had an excellent day today. We've had some, we've got some gained some, some some viewers and we've lost a few viewers. But today, y'all, we did this on Friday because last night one of us was so tired from work that uh, he couldn't be on the phone. And whoever that is, I just want y'all to keep him in your prayers so that uh, he won't be tired on next Thursday and we can do this on Thursday night. <laughs> well, and by default, if if we don't make Thursday night, then our second option may be Friday mornings. But oh, um, yeah. well, I, I our official point. our official agenda is to to maintain the Thursday night. Yeah, we taking we taking the old Cosby show slot. Really? Thursday night. Why you got to bring up Cosby? Oh, I know, sir. I'm not, but come on, man. Just calm down. You know, oh, man. but you know one of the chicks is already back walking out of her story. I know she's back walking out of it because it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah, there's going to be several of them that, that, that back walk out. But um, So the 1615 Challenge. Yes, talk Check about us it. out. Talk about it. Go fund me. Yes. Um, now, look, explain to them what's going on with this. We are giving... We're raising money for the Mrs. Department. This is not for me. This is not for Marva. Yeah, this is not for us. This is not for the bishop. This is not for none of that. This is for the Mrs. Department. Whatever we raise, we're going to get put in a money order. We're going to go hand it to Bishop um, Matthews and say, hey, we just wanted to give you a gift. This is a love offering to the missions, to the world missions department. It's a love offering. It's a love offering. We're giving you the opportunity to share the love with us. We want you to help us share. Um, and yeah. and I and the shirts are in in process, so there will be shirts. Um, I'm waiting to hear back from the gentleman. Mm -hmm. You know, I love. And speaking of empowerment, I love supporting uh, entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. But you know, sometimes entrepreneurs make it hard for you to support them. Well, if you if your guy um, can't get it, I got a guy that's watching us right now named Oliver Williams. He can get the shirts done. I like his last done. name, yo. Oh Lord Jesus. So um I have I have a guy who's who's working on them now and I have a backup chick that's gonna do it if he doesn't progress. But he's supposed to get something to me today. So hopefully I'll I'll be texting you. Um, something letting you know where we are on that before the weekend is out. Well, let so. me know. But we, but we want you. We want as many as can. We want you to go to that go to that GoFundMe page and just you know, sixteen fifteen challenge. If you can't find it, sixteen fifteen challenge. Right and uh, hashtag sixteen fifteen. I don't care if it's two dollars. You know, just drop it. Give in. us your coffee money. Help exactly. support missions. Global. Exactly. World missions for the Church of God in Christ. That's that's what that's all we trying to. We do. have always sent missions right out into the world. That's right, and that's all we trying to do. This is this is not nobody's going to get no. This is not about you know giving giving anybody any reputation or any of that. None of that. This is all about the work. We just want to support it. We want to let uh, you know. Cause I'm not going on. I'm not going overseas. Marvel will. But, I will go. But, but but I will go. But I'm in the concrete jungle here in America, dealing with my folk. And, and I, both I, of those are important. Yeah. I, I I've done I've done plenty of time in the concrete jungle. I need you to stay. Oh, out the concrete I have done. <laughs> you know, huh? I need you to stay out the concrete jungle. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. We had a good time. You That's know what? I'm I'm not with you. I I will I will go. Um, matter of fact, there is a place on this globe that I feel like God has called me to, but that's for another day's journey. Where are you going? Um, where, where, where are you if, going? If, um, if there's anybody who's interested in going, uh, my nonprofit will be doing that at some point as a coaching initiative, but that's, uh, that's for another day's journey. That's down the road. Where are you going? Um, where are you going? Cuba. Yeah, that's another. That's, that's another. That's another day's dream. And there was silence in heaven about, about the silence of a half hour. <laughs> that's right. 
Like you, you were waiting for me to say something really glamorous, right? I waited you to say someplace other than Cuba. <laughs> Where did you think I was going to say? I don't know. I mean, like the know. Florida Keys or something. No, I didn't think you say Florida Keys, but not Cuba. Why? Oh, um, you know, you know, it's Cuba. Well, there's. I'll have to share with you. Um, I think I did share with you my research that I'm working on. So, right. yeah, we talked um, about it. I didn't think you were serious about going to Cuba, though. That's 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 something. That's yeah, something. that's something. I, that's where I really think the Lord is calling me to. Well, really do. Well, like that place has been in my heart for for decades, really. Well, and I well, and once I when I went there, I really I kind of understood it more. Did you go there? Um, did, you, did you go? Did you go there? That that some ITC went there. No, I did not go that year. That was our last year there, yeah, and I did not get to go. And that was that me. was that was part of um, the um, the thing was there were several times that I kept trying to get there and did not make it. Mm-hmm. And so finally, I did um, get Thank there God. a couple of years ago. So, um, and I hope to go back to um, to work some more on my research. Um, I need to figure. I need to start fishing for a grant or something to get that done. Yeah, you need to do it. You need to do it. Yeah, if you go go um, to Cuba, do your thing. We wish you the best. But uh, until we well, ain't going tomorrow. But thank God, unless the Lord says so. Now, if the Lord say so, I'm on a bird. If the Lord say so. 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 All like, right, deuces. All right. May the Lord right. watch. Well, yeah, between me and me, while we're absent, one from another. All right, take care, Marlon. Have a good weekend.